how can mind-body wellness improve your mental health? Mindfulness is this practice of being fully present in the moment. And it is utterly so difficult, but it's really emerged as a powerful tool in enhancing mental well-being. And so it's something that we should really explore. And once you get into it, it is transcendent and so feel good. Its benefits extend far beyond simply calming the mind. Mindfulness offers a profound impact on your emotional health. By cultivating your mindfulness, you can train yourself to observe your thoughts and emotions without judgment. This allows you to develop a deeper understanding of yourself, your patterns of thinking, and how you respond to various stimuli. Through this level of self-awareness, mindfulness becomes a pathway to emotional wellness. Research has showed that mind-body wellness practices reduce stress, anxiety, and depression. And by learning to detach from negative thoughts and emotions, you can create space for more positive and productive mental states. It helps increase your resilience and allows you to bounce back from adversity with greater ease. Mind-body wellness practices also promote self-acceptance, self-compassion, and amazing self-love. And as you become more aware of your thoughts and emotions, you will develop this kindness towards yourself. You learn to treat yourself with patience and understanding that everyone has moments of difficulty and struggle. In today's fast-paced world where stress and anxiety have become commonplace, Finding inner peace may seem like an unattainable goal. However, mind-body wellness practices offer a path to cultivating emotional well-being and create this amazing connection with yourself and a renewed outlook on the world around you. So in this episode, we're going to explore the various techniques and benefits of mind-body wellness practices. We'll delve into different mindfulness exercises that can easily be incorporated into your daily lives and help you become more present and grounded. Welcome to the Soul Sign Podcast. Hey there, I'm Gabrielle, your podcast hostess and the creator of the Mighty Zen Wellness brand. Now, in case we haven't met yet, I want to give you the too long don't listen story of how all this came to be. Now, I've experienced one too many traumatic events in my life. And for decades, I've battled awful feelings emotionally and physically surrounding all of it, to the point of becoming air quote, frozen. Yes, that was a doctor's diagnosis. It all was literally weighing me down and locking me up. And I was living in severe. The instant that I started to make my time for Zen, I was able to begin working on nurturing my mental physical connection. And Mighty Zen was born out of a frustration and a desire for high quality wellness products that help heal the effects of stress, trauma, triggers, and chronic pain, as well as empowering oneself with ways to soothe their mind and body in the sanctuary of their own home. I believe wellness and healing from trauma should be a soulful experience. And that as women, the only thing we should be choosing to wing is our eyeliner not our lives. And that's where soul signs comes in. 
This is a podcast about how those little soulful hints can do wonders for your well-being, leading you, too, on a journey of rewriting your stories of adversity into narratives of strength. And with Mighty Zen by your side, I know we can make it more soothing and accessible than ever to help you take care of yourself emotionally and physically. Your body and mind are connected in truly remarkable ways, and you deserve to discover all this and live your best life however you define that. Now, I know I'm not the only one wanting to normalize mental health care. And this involves acknowledging that it's okay to not always be okay, as true wellness encompasses both positive and negative emotions. The importance of accepting mental health struggles and redefining mind-body wellness is a crucial step in normalizing mental health care. Like I said, it's okay to not be okay. And just by acknowledging this, you can encourage open conversations and reduce the stigma around any kind of struggles you go through. By embracing the fact that everyone, everyone goes through some kind of hard time, we can create a more empathetic and supportive environment for those dealing with mental health issues. This soulful approach fosters a sense of community and understanding and allowing individuals to seek the help they need without fear of judgment or misunderstanding. In today's world, where mental health is the topic all over the place, and it's increasingly recognized as paramount, mindfulness plays such a vital role in promoting emotional wellness and mental health care. It offers this holistic approach to well-being, encompassing the mind, body, and spirit. And through mindfulness, You can cultivate happiness, improve your mind-body connection, and navigate negative emotions with greater ease and compassion. Mindfulness truly is a tool for emotional wellness, and it's been shown to positively impact yourself, navigate complexities, and by cultivating these present moment awarenesses, you really can learn to observe your emotions and learn how to not become overwhelmed or attached to them. This ability allows you to respond rather than react impulsively or like highly charged, and it leads to improved emotional regulation. Practicing mindfulness also enhances your mind-body connection, recognizing that deep connection between our mental and physical health. And if you become more attuned to your body's sensations and needs, well, you can only better care for yourself and prevent and manage any kind of stress-related incidents or symptoms that pop up. Furthermore, mindfulness helps you develop this healthy relationship with negative emotions. Like I said, it's okay to not always be okay. Sadness, anger, fear, these are all part of the human experience. And rather than avoiding or suppressing these emotions, by being mindfulness, you're encouraging yourself to approach this with kindness curiosity, and acceptance. The compassionate perspective enables you to process and learn from these difficult situations and really be able to strengthen yourself, you know, the growth and resilience of it all. One of the really cool lessons I've had in my personal journey 
was finding out how by being mindful, it had really helped me in managing chronic pain. And it offered this alternative approach to pain management beyond medication alone. When you cultivate mindfulness, you develop this non-reactive acceptance and stance toward the situation, the environment, the pain, and it really reduces suffering and improves your quality of life. Furthermore, mindfulness has shown promise in the treatment of various mental health disorders, including bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder, complex post-traumatic stress disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, et cetera, et cetera. It benefits everybody at almost any place in their life. And by training individuals to observe their thoughts and emotions and bodily sensations without judgment, it really can empower you to respond to these like symptoms and triggers with greater self-compassion and resilience. I mentioned this before, but it's worth pointing out again, is that mindfulness really provides you with the opportunity for self-knowledge and self-discovery, and it is transformational. You know, becoming more intimately acquainted with our own thoughts, the emotions, our patterns of behavior, this heightened self-awareness allows us to gain insights into our own motivations, values, desires, and it really leads to a deeper understanding of ourselves. We learn to observe our thoughts, you know, without judgment, just, you know, neutral. And you then decide to start recognizing patterns and negative self-talk. And um, this awareness really gives you the power to challenge and reframe any kind of limiting beliefs you have about yourself, your situation, and that just furthermore fosters more personal growth and transformation. I mean, doesn't it sound lovely to have this compassionate and non-judgmental attitude towards ourselves? To embrace both your strengths and your vulnerabilities? To accept yourself fully in every moment as just being human. There's nothing wrong with you. This self-acceptance creates such a solid foundation for emotional resilience, well-being, and self-expression. And mindfulness has been something that's been practiced for probably centuries. I mean, roots can be traced back thousands of years to ancient Buddhist practices. Sati, the Buddhist concept of being present and aware, is the core of a mindfulness practice and leads to a journey of self-discovery and enlightenment. Buddhist monks have long utilized mindfulness meditation as a tool for enlightenment and spiritual growth. The term mindfulness as used in Buddhism has a very different interpretation than its modern usage that we use and was originally formulated by Buddha himself. Uh, since then, mindfulness has transcended its religious origins and found its way into mainstream culture, just like that in the term Zen. Apps, books, meditation classes, they all have made mindfulness accessible to a wider audience, regardless of any kind of religious or spiritual beliefs. And the integration of mindfulness into everyday lives really offers countless individuals the opportunity to experience its transformative benefits in a neutral way. The concept of mindfulness at its core invites us to fully engage with the present moment. There's no dwelling on the past, worrying about the future. It is that 
honest, pure exploration. It encourages us to bring a sense of curiosity and openness to our life experiences, no matter how mundane or challenging they may be. Mindfulness allows you to intentionally pause and bring attention to that moment and experience and observe your thoughts, your emotions, and your physical sensations. And then you can take that information and look at it through the lens of curiosity and exploration and understanding and just gain so deeply from it. It's all about that connection with yourself. And when we can tap into this, then we're able to have the information to then change our lives to what we want it to be. We're not just blindly reacting to things. We know why we do the things. And then we can decide, is this a real experience? Is this a real truth? Or is this something that's connected to a past trauma and an emotional trigger and it doesn't exist anymore? You can then start to tell your mind-body connection, shut up. (laughs) This isn't going on. You're good. You did your job. Now stop. By incorporating mindfulness into your daily routines, it's just you've become so more, much more aware of all these things and be able to navigate any kind of triggers and emotions and experience with greater control. And in fact, don't just take my word for it. There's a lot of neurological studies on mindfulness, and they look at the impact on emotional regulation and mental health care and has been illuminated through these neurological studies, especially in the field of psychiatry. Brain imaging reveals that the tangible benefits and mindfulness practices for emotional wellness are incredible. It's fascinating how exploring the neurological effects of mindfulness engages empathy, kindness, and compassion towards oneself. And these studies serve to spotlight the scientific foundation of emotional wellness promotion and uh, emphasizing the significance of mindfulness training in fostering emotional resilience and strength so that you can support your mental health. Neuroscientific research substantiates the profound positive impacts that mindfulness can have on one's own emotional well-being, and it offers insights into the role in promoting holistic wellness. Now, I want you to know that you are not alone wondering about, you know, the mindfulness practice, and how to get started. All right, let's talk about getting started with your mindfulness practice. And first off, I want to address the elephant in the room that you might be thinking, this is a little too woo-woo for me. And all I have to say is I'm a very non-woo-woo person. I don't like some of the language and different things like that. It just doesn't resonate with me. But the art of just being mindfulness is more about being in tune with yourself and how you're experiencing the world and then learning from that and then reprogramming yourself so that you can be like, no, sorry, this is why I feel this way. This is why I'm reacting this way. And no, it's not my story anymore. Um, And how you go about that is number one, by starting small, just it's, this is a practice. Just set aside a few minutes each day 
to be present in the moment. And one of the best things that you can do is do this body scan. And I absolutely love to do it in our Mighty Zen infrared sauna blanket. Just there's something about the heat and putting on one of our guided meditations that just helps bring forth whatever is lurking in the subconscious. And I absolutely believe in doing a meditation practice where you're laying down and try to get zero gravity. Put a bolster underneath your knees, make sure that your neck is supported. I personally found that trying to meditate sitting upright Indian style, it's so hard, especially if you have chronic pain, any kind of back issues, neck issues, and it just interrupts that flow. So laying down and then just seeing where you're holding tension, you know, it's great when you get in this neutral spine. And um, if you are not familiar with meditation or Mighty Zen meditations, usually I wind up kind of walking you through that process, neutral spine, everything in a meditation. So if you're curious, go download our app and you can hear some of those sessions. Number two, be non-judgmental, which can be hard because we're emotional people, aren't we? As thoughts arise, just gently acknowledge them, journal them without attachment, judgment, or criticism. Just real, authentically. The goal is not to control or suppress your thoughts, but to be an observer of them with curiosity and kindness. And one way to document this is definitely in our Lucky Soul Journal because we give you so many prompts to help you, like, tap into that. Because I think that can be sometimes the most difficult thing for someone to do because they don't know what to say. They don't know how to process it. They don't know how to take it to the next level. So we've done that work for you. Cultivate self-compassion is number three. Mindfulness is not about achieving a state of perfection or being free from distractors. It's really about accepting where you are in each moment and cultivating healthy reactions. When you notice your mind wandering and becoming critical, you can bring back that attention to the present moment. And guided meditations are so excellent for this. And then practice regularly. It's just like going to the gym and building up a muscle. The more you do it, the more you develop a mindfulness practice, and it just becomes natural. If you find a time that works for you, and I love finding just 15 minutes a day, whether it's in the morning before starting your day or in the evening before bed, where you can just tune into yourself. And mindfulness it is not a one-size-fits-all solution. Every individual has such unique needs and preferences and life experiences. And so all your mindfulness practices are actually going to vary. There's going to be some similarities with how I say, you know, like lay down and, you know, body scan. But we're all meant to experience this a little bit differently. Some individuals may find the seated meditation actually more suitable. Others may prefer a more active form of mindfulness, such as, you know, walking out in nature, which combines physical activity with that present moment awareness and that silence only just having the nature in the background. And these can be very helpful for people who are just beginning 
and struggle with any kind of restlessness or find it challenging to sit still for long periods of time. And that's that for today's episode. You know, to truly live a life of emotional wellness, it's essential to embrace mindfulness as a way of being. And I want to encourage you to work on cultivating the self-awareness, the compassion, and the acceptance of your thoughts and emotions. This powerful tool, this one powerful tool can allow you to navigate the ups and downs of life with such grace and resilience. Remember, it's not a quick fix. It's not a one-size-fits-all solution. This is a lifelong journey. It requires patience, devotion, and lots of self-compassion. And I hope that you continue to prioritize your mental and emotional well-being and work towards normalizing mental health care in our society. It's so important. You know, we hear this on the news every day, mental health crisis, mental health crisis. And it should just be normal for us to not be okay and to not have a stigma with going and getting help. And I think by creating this culture of understanding and support, you know, we will break that stigma surrounding mental health and hopefully be able to create an environment more geared towards healing and growth and understanding for one another versus judgment. And I encourage you to put this daily practice into your life because it has the potential to transform not only your own well-being, but also the world around us. So let you embrace this path to emotional wellness, embark on a journey of self-discovery, connection, and inner peace with yourself. And together, we can create a more mindful and compassionate society. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode and you are excited to try those rituals out for yourself. And by the way, did you know that new episodes drop weekly? Now, I'd hate for you to miss out. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast page if that's where you're listening or follow along on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're interested in getting access to early releases or other podcast-only perks, hop on over to our Patreon page for all the deets. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon. Have a great week, and I'll see you in the next episode.